Welcome to the Beers and Butts Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Tim. Ooh, technology. We live? You never know. Episode 9, Beers and Bucks. Takes like a solid two minutes for me to actually calibrate and understand if we're actually live. Takes me even longer to trust the guys operating this thing. Jake Jake and Spence, he did it today. On look, try number one. Look at that. I actually see it. Whew. We got a new new bro dude in town today, too. There's five of us today. It's kind of fun. How many guys does it take to put on a podcast? Five, apparently. Apparently five. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's one more person to make fun of, so that's always good. We don't know him well enough yet, though. So we got to kind of tip. E- ease, in, yeah, tip ease into it a little. We don't want to quit day three on the job, so we'll, uh, we also don't know enough dirt about him yet. We got no. Joe Dirt slash Billy Ray Cyrus Billy Ray over Cyrus. there. Had himself a weekend. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. <sighs> Jake kind of reminded me of Frank the Tank in the movie Old School. <laughs> I, just was putting just, him down. We had a so we had the Lindall annual wine and beer festival on Saturday night, and uh, we might have to change the name to honor. <laughs> Old freaking Billy Ray Cyrus over there. Jake showed up with hair extensions. Yeah. And I I don't know if we should be him a psychiatrist. I thought he looked good. I if, Did you see the picture? Yeah. He came with confidence. He brought it. He and, did. You he know, left coming with, as a guy that doesn't with, have hair. He like, left with less confidence <laughs> than he came with. All of a sudden, uh, downtown uh, downtown Hudson, there's Jakey. Old, we're going streaking. <laughs> yeah. Could, could have gotten to there. Thankfully, he had a ride home. Yep. Jordan put him to bed. All the fun was had, and now we get to make fun of him. So He also yeah. said he wasn't going to drink for a month, and now he's cracked a beer. Sorry. I don't know if I was supposed to say that publicly. Bad influence. Got oh. some people joining. Pyre. What's up, buddy? Jordan Yura. You going to do this, the States, Timmy? Come on. No, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, with Jordan Yura, Minnesota, Brandon, Wisconsin. But all I got, Brandon Trowbridge, Michigan, Richard Brook, Iowa, Stuart Jackson, South Carolina. Keep going. Boom. I think we get 25 states. Deb, Deb Matson shoots Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I saw my mom just join. That's just good. Sue Lindahl, Wisconsin. Luke in Spencer Wisconsin. Spencer Sutliff, Wisconsin. Chris in PA. Riley Crap. Crap, I don't know where he's from. Hmm. Seriously. What's up, I- Riley? Iowa? Hopefully we'll get 25 states for our final episode of 2022. It's kind of sad. It is. Well, and it, it's the first time with the the new platform, and it's been uh, been really doing well. And we're just uh, thankful again for for Hopping Barrel for continuing to to sponsor and provide us beer. They, I got them in Wisconsin now, which makes me really happy. Less whiny Timmy is good for everybody. Yeah. Right. Well, and we they, got the Christmas cookie. The Christmas cookie is here. The cookie lager. It smells like a spritz cookie. If you've ever had a spritz cookie. That it's, is it's how worth, everyone described it this weekend. It's worth the buy. Yeah, it was it was part of our wine and beer festival. So uh, it didn't win, unfortunately, but it fought hard. It did and fought it, hard. It's a, it's, a, it's a perfect beer. We're going to go to Sam's this weekend. I mean, maybe we'll just have a cookie on the way through. I might have to. Can you bring your own beer? Bi- I honestly there? don't know. I, probably not. I've never been driving a- through it, but... Well, it I think is we're Wisconsin. parking and we're walking, oh. but it's it's supposed to be like seven degrees. It's gonna be cold. That plan might change. That might be. We might have to go to that indoor place. So I think what happened, we we have our our immediate family Christmas on Saturday, and we had two options. We go look at a bunch of Christmas lights, which okay, I heard it's actually kind of cool, or we go to this indoor place that has axe throwing indoor go-karts yeah and i started talking shit about how i was gonna whoop that ass and all of a sudden now mike's vote swang to go <laughs> yeah. looking at christmas lights right like uh-huh. hmm, i'm a i'm a demon behind the wheel yeah. i'm just saying you can't take me so we're gonna have to if we don't go this weekend there then we might have to do a domain crew Ooh. little little saturday and go do go-karts Ooh. so i can show them all what's up i'd love to see what's up i would put 20 bucks per person that i win Yeah. Deal, 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 deal. In anything. It's 80 bucks. Pick your pick your poison. 80 bucks in my pocket. Pick your poison. Any one of them. Done. 
Well, we got uh, got some cool stuff going on. Obviously, uh, hunting's kind of fizzling down for a lot of guys. We're still seeing a lot of bucks coming into the, the plots. A lot of our big, sexy plots are just getting absolutely dismantled right now. Um, we've got Christmas right around the corner. Be sure to go to the website for those last-minute gifts because oh, yeah. we got gift cards. We don't have to mail them. It just goes right to your inbox. Um, plus, any apparel order, we're sending koozies. And we have a new... Uh, a little tweak to the green beanie um so it's just a little bit different green but this sucker is pretty good looking guaranteed to kill more bucks yeah so if you're still still sitting there like i am you still have a few gifts you gotta buy oh i thought you went with the open tag oh <laughs> well yeah technically you don't have archery tags you're done no i can still go shoot a doe if i want fair Firm but fair. Yeah, but I'm. I got two deer. Mel has really quieted her tone. She's proud of her husband right now. She's been yelling at yeah. me for not bringing any deer home, and now I got. I kind of noticed you were peacocking over there a little bit. But here's the problem. So my buck, I had to go. It was Sunday when we recovered my buck, and my cousin Brady was like, he he gets laid off this time of year because for work or whatever, and he's like, oh, I'll take your buck and I'll I'll cut it up for you. I'm like, that. that was super nice. Was there any meat left on your buck? Yeah, so he 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 chunked it all out, quartered it all out, and then he laid the back straps in there. Well, then he I left. He shot on the back straps. No, no, I I did fling a few arrows, but the back straps were unscathed. Okay. So he leaves. I don't know what he was doing, smoking and joking. And <laughs> John, I'm gonna throw John under the bridge. Ooh, or, under Uncle the, John under the bus. Under the bus. Yeah, because he let a dog in that shop. Ooh. And they have a lab that's kind of like Cooper, a little heavy, uh, likes to eat. And came back, and out of the, the back straps, there was literally, like, three-inch chunk left. Oof. That dog ate almost two full back strap sets. Can you imagine the gas that they no, had? No, I can't. I can't. So well, that's I, a bummer. But I, I, when we made back Salvage straps out at the cabin, John had to bring some of his bucks over. He made up for it. <laughs> Ugh, we brought all of ours to 82 pounds to Deer's Locker. It's a lot of meat. Whew. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. But tell you what. It's good. The best sticks I've ever had in my life. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to do a little, little trade a I got some good ring bolognese coming from Kessler's. I like Kessler's ring bologna. Mm-hmm. We're equal opportunity. And, like We like to support them all. But I think the guys in the shop agree that the barbecue sticks from Deer's Locker are top top one all time i got barbecue sticks from kessler's coming i would i'll bet that 20 bucks you're gonna lose on go-karts that the 20 that deers are better than kessler's we're gonna do a side-by-side blind test easy all right i'm gonna bring yeah. them i get them bucks? no oh no i get them back in january we'll all right we'll make a i guarantee you no. the jury has spoken well, we'll see. They chirp about it every day. <laughs> a lot of chirping in here between the the label engineers and these fellas. A lot of chirping. They're yep. talking about town gossip, and these guys are talking about killing deer. We're, we're calling the label ladies label engineers. Well, now. you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're having our little uh, we're having around, our little so. uh, domain uh, holiday party mm-hmm. on Thursday, and there's gonna be a grip of us there. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be big. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun to get everybody. It'll be the first time we've all been together as a team. And spouses and significant people and all people that have helped us. It's awesome. Fun. Yeah, be finally, finally able to give back and go to dinner and have fun, not think about work. Spencey's going to take a night off of hunting. I mean, that's a big deal. Big deal there. He's logged more hours this year than I've logged in the last 15 years. So that's been good. Still has his buck tag, though. Mm. Yeah, it's been a tough year for old Spencey. Not me. Yeah. My buck you know, buckless Uper has more bucks shot with a bow than <laughs> That's actually boy. somewhat embarrassing. Kinda. But I feel good about it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, hey, you were due. You were due. It's better to be lucky than good, I guess. Yeah. Speak, you speaking of lucky, um, we are going to surgically extract Mike's horseshoe next year. <laughs> and I don't know how invasive it is, but I'm gonna take it. I've had I've been on a, a good run. Yeah, at some point it's got to fizzle. At some point it'll fizzle. You got to just, you know, you're going to ease out of it. You're going to have a little two year slump, and it, uh, I'm going to come and I'm just going to start just. I've got a, th- I've got a theory on what, it. What's that? Every year, and I think these guys witnessed it firsthand this year. 
we get into we come into the season and they're just stress balls. They're just like wired up about killing deer and all this stuff and all this pressure they inherently put on themselves to kill deer. Watching these two guys at lunch are just like, ooh. Yeah. Like they're just stress balls. And I would sit down and kind of just be like, eh, if I get out and hunt, great. If I don't, bummer. But when I do get out and hunt, I'm just going to get out there and enjoy it and see what happens. Had a whole different mindset. It seems to work. What do you think is going to happen with Sam? Do you think we're going to have the trifecta? Well, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. He's got some big deer on camera, and it'll be interesting. So Sam's first day was Monday. Monday. Yeah. Today and was his second day. So start watching for some autographs from old old Sammy when you get the package from Domain. He uh, sent two autographs today. First two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Richard, if you're watching, you're one of the first. Frame that sucker. It's yeah. going to be worth some money someday. You never know. I mean, he's got a pretty big pretty big buck on camera. Yeah. He kills that sucker next year. I mean, that autograph. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... I tell you what, but that's my theory about getting lucky. Yep. I just put less pressure on myself. We'll see if Jake can pull it off next year. Spence, he can't. He's too, that guy hunts. <laughs> He's just wired. I love it. <laughs> he reminds me of myself back in the day where all, I just hunted all the time. It's great. I, I found myself last year, like yeah. when I, I actually hunted more last year than this year. And I found like, I was bringing like a little extra battery pack thing for my phone so I could oh, keep it charged. Jimmy. And I went, that's a problem. So this year I didn't do that. I'm just like, phone in the pocket. Kill the buck. Just focus. Just How many watch bucks? the sunrise, watch the sunset. How many bucks walked by you last year? You mean? Probably. You probably had a tons. bunch of shooters just, you know, but it, on by. it was kind of a realization that I had. Like, dude, you can disconnect for a while here and just watch, watch nature mm-hmm. and. You know, it, it's it's funny. A lot of guys probably run into that where it's just that's why we did that initiative with like Tacticam and a few of those other companies. Like, stop scrolling, just hunt. Yep. Um, and I think it it's it was a problem. Apparently, it impacted you, it. so it was worth it, right? Yeah. There you go. We'll run it again next year. Whew. What? There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about. Now I've just got down this rabbit hole of just hunting. I want to turn my phone off and. Kind of turned my brain off with it. I was just reading. Uh, Michael Lennig had a question, and I can't find it now. I got it. It says, yeah. thoughts on running two separate plots, one with Big Sexy and the other no BS, new to food plots. I love it. Um, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, depending on how much – see the whistle? That's what I was talking about uh, with the little in the mic. Um, you know, those both have brassicas. Uh, no BS, you know, is going to have a little bit more variety. You're going to get a little clover and chicory in it. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of, of trying to diversify the plots that you put in, having a, a more of a perennial and having more of an annual. Um, the only tweak I would say, like, I love No BS. It's my favorite plot by far. Um, I love Big Sexy, too. Um, but... You know, you might look at putting like a hot chick or a comeback kid, something that's more of, of your perennial plot that's going to be there and you want to get it established. Um, but if you're looking to rotate them every year, you know, no BS is a, is a really good option. Um, another one you might try is um, our, our sugar mama mix because then in the spring it's going to come back in your clovers and then you could put that into clover next year. But no BS, big sexy. That's a that's a pretty deadly combo. I can't really crash it. Yeah, I mean it's funny. We we answer thousands of questions every year. Like, what's your best hunt plot? And we always fall victim to be like big, sexy, and green machine because they're 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 probably two of our best. Mm-hmm. And no BS since the day we started this company has been like categorized as a throw and grow. So we only mention it when it comes to no equipment or partial shade. When in reality. Like if you look at your property and everybody else's, like when they plant that mix, it it changes everything. I never even had a camera in the horseshoe plot this year. We had it's a beautiful incredible. plot, but I had yeah. six, seven, seven deer out in the no BS plot tonight. Probably our best hunt plot, if not one of them, because of what you mentioned. It's got winter oats. It's got chicory. Two varieties of clover, radish, rape. You get six plant varieties during six different times. Perennials, annuals. It's really damn good. It's a money plot. And we do a terrible job of, like, pushing it. Yeah. Um, so, 
it's fun. We're getting to that time of year where the phones are about to light up, but Facebook and our website are just lighting up with guys and gals that are either had a great year and want to make it better, had a bad year, want to make it better, um, planted a quarter acre, want to plant two acres. Like we're in that time of year where it's it's planning season. So it's fun around here because we're we're kind of in the thick of it with everybody just trying to get plans out there and kind of looking at our own properties, trying to figure out like what worked, what didn't, and what we're going to change. Um, so it's a, although it's December 13th and it's cold out and it's late season and a lot of hunting to do still, it's kind of fun to start thinking about next year already. I already am. You know? <laughs> it, it's one of those things where always keep kind of tweaking it. And I was talking to John Fair this week via email. Oh, yeah. And, um, they killed a couple of nice bucks on their properties, some does, and he was, he's still new to it and he's still trial and error. And, you know, I still had a plot fail this year. We just didn't have rain. Um, so you're just I not think, very good at planting food plots either. Not much experience. Well, I took it, like you said, and you just run and you, you throw it up above your head. That's what you told me to do. Works for me. Yeah. No, my plots actually came in really good this year. Uh, except for one, um, the other ones we kind of retail them, but I tell you what, Jakey Boy and Spencer put in uh, some illicit one and big hell of sexy. an illicit plot. Whew, it was money. <laughs> they you walk through that thing, the the radishes. You can tell were, where Jake planted and where Spencey planted. Spencer's was that. perfect. Jake's was a little bit like just kind of like marginal, like his haircut. Like a few moments. <laughs> he had like a few moments where like he kind of like lost his train of thought somewhere. In between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> It was best like a week after planting because you could see like the one side was like evenly spaced a foot apart and the other side was like, what's going on there? <laughs> did, he, did he have a hole in the spreader? Yeah. Like it was just like carpet. Good, good, good carpet. And he went through like nine acres of seed on a half acre plot. <laughs> other than that, it was great. Yeah. But this is, the, this is the first rabbit hole I wanted to go down because we never discussed this, but when we were in Kentucky. Oh boy. Jake came out of the room and he was frazzled and we're like, what's going on? He's like, my buddy got attacked by an owl this morning. <laughs> True story. That is something that would happen to only you. Sitting in a tree stand, an owl dive bombed him. And I was sitting in a tree stand one morning and I had six owls land within like 15 feet of me. And Mel always asked me why I'm like out hunting. I'm like, I'm putting my life on the line to put food on the table I looked it up between owls and hawks. There's like 32 attacks a year, and that we know one of the guys. Wow, one of the guys. That's pretty good, you know. But I don't even know. I think that research is flawed because if I mean, if I got you know attacked by an, a hawk, I probably wouldn't be advertising it. <laughs> like I'd be like, yeah, I got in a bar fight. Like you get just deuced by a great horned owl. Like like what are you gonna do? There's like 19 great horned owls in the world too. So I know be, that'd be crazy. You're one of the 32 guys and one of the 19 owls. Yeah, like. But, like, what would you – his, his buddy, like, straight up got, like – they. but I in the research, the rabbit hole I went down, like, they sense movement. They don't know that you're you're in there just trying to enjoy your morning. That's fair. And they're like, ooh, some food. And then they come in, and it's like, I don't know. I think we need more awareness on it because I think it's probably going to elevate in the I'm, next I'll two to three honest. years. Going on a hunting trip with you, yeah. every day is an experience. Why? I've been hunting for 38 years, and every day you hunt in Kentucky, you experience something I've never experienced. <laughs> every day. Yeah. You got attacked by a rabbit. Well. Pretty much. In fairness, yeah. You stuck your head in a squirrel nest that was inhabited by said squirrel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what else. Like, In fairness, that both happened the same morning. <laughs> I'm walking in on the slave plantation, horrified. <laughs> like it's an hour before it's gonna get light. I'm already spooked because they filled me full of shit the whole freaking afternoon. There were seven ghost sightings in Kentucky in 2022, and Tim had six of them. Well, they just kept <laughs> pimping me up about how ghosty. You get careful, you're gonna hear chains, and I'm walking in like all's good. I don't have my headlamp on, and I hear <laughs> behind me. I'm like, who? Turn. It's a rabbit. Uh, and then I get to the stand, and on the bench where I'm supposed to sit, there's a damn squirrel nest. And I'm like, well, this is great. And it took me a while to find the stand. I got a little lost. But I, I finally get up there, and I just kind of knocked, like, you know, anyone home. And he wasn't on vacation. 
He was there. And then he got it was one of the big fox squirrels. He sat there barking at me. I almost I almost I almost flung one. And that was the same morning I shot the coyote, allegedly. It was a hell of a day. I mean, you had a day. Didn't see any bugs. I had but. a day. Like I said, you have a lifetime of experiences every time you're in a tree. You don't have time to pull your phone out. You're too busy defending yourself. I know. That's what I keep trying to tell Mel. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not just, like, all whew. fun and games when you're out hunting. You've got to <laughs> constantly be on alert. Owls, <laughs> hawks, eagles, uh, squirrels. Fit. We got a lot of fishers around us. They'll, they'll climb right up the tree. Yep. Snakes. I hate snakes. So Tim has a ring camera oh. at his cabin. And uh, fantastic. So he's at his cabin in like August or September, like getting out of his truck, slams the door, and there's like a four inch long garter snake on the ground. And the ring camera catches it perfectly, like, <laughs> and runs away. Well, in and fairness, you can see this little snake's like, it was this big. There was two of them, <laughs> and the one had fangs. I'm pretty confident. Oh, yeah. And I literally <sighs> stepped right on the one. I was just like, oh, like, it was but pretty, yeah, I, pretty pathetic. I tried to get in and delete it. And by that point, I, I was too late. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I took a proactive measure too and sent it to Mel because I figured she'd see it. Better off just getting out of the way. And then yeah. you sent it to me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad, bad idea. But So explain bad oh. habit to us. Oh. How to best use it, please. Jared Carter. I was just going to talk about that. You tear the bag open and you dump it out. And then make sure your camera has a full battery and a full SD card. I I best results that I've seen with with Bad Abbott is either if you're in a state where you can you can do corn, uh, you can do some type of a feed, um, just mixing some of that Bad Habit in there to get that aroma in there. If you're in an area where you can put a stockpile block out, put your stockpile block out, and then put a, a bag of Bad Habit on it. Um, it it really is. Uh, Amazing. I mean, yeah, to compare it, I mean, we're getting to that time of year where people are also asking about, like, recharge. When should I start using mineral? And I think it's also important to understand the difference in the two. A feed product like Bad Habit, they're going to consume as much of it as you provide to them. I mean, a deer is going to eat five to seven pounds of food per day, depending on the time of year. And that's the style of food that is going to trigger that type of, of consumption. High protein, high energy. It's kind of got some flavoring and... Uh, Vitamins and minerals are going to encourage them to eat more of it, whereas recharge, they're going to eat a tablespoon a day. So recharge, I like to start in January. Bad habit, I'm running that sucker hot right now. Well, um, even the even the big thing with recharge to to keep in mind when you go in and you're shopping mineral, is look at the contents on the bag. Um, so many of the products out there that you can buy are so heavy in salt that. It, the deer hammer it and you're all pumped, but what nutritional value are you actually giving? When you look at recharge and you look on the back label, I mean, it's it's clear as day why the deer hammer it like they do. They're getting all kinds of vitamins and minerals. Um, very, it, There's still salt in it, but it's minimal. Um, same thing with bad habit. Even as a feed product, it's still packed with nutrition for the, for the deer. So um, stockpile is the same way. So we don't we don't really want to cut corners on, on attractants and just give a bunch of salt and stuff like that. Sure. The deer will come in. I remember back like growing up, the, the white salt licks wow. were always the key. And it's like, well, what, what actually is that doing for your deer? Nothing. It's, it's literally dehydrating them. Yeah. Yep. Deer needs salt. We use it as a way to get the minerals into their body. So it's a little different attitude than some of the other <laughs> ones out there. I mean, bad habit, honestly, if you owned a high-fence deer farm, like it or not, but if you owned one and your goal was to maximize antler growth, like, it would be a product you could use. Like, that's how it was designed. At the same time, my buddy in Kansas, we've talked about it. His deer are literally addicted to it. When he runs out, the deer leave. Down in Kentucky, I mean, Brian's scenario is similar where you pour that stuff out and deer show up that you've never seen before in daylight. Coincidence? Maybe. Maybe not. We'll let you decide. Brandon um, Pyre says, I'm lucky he can't yeah, post videos on the chat. probably true. <sighs> but it's one of those things where, like, I'm using it now to get an inventory and feed deer um, just to, you know, try to figure out what survived the Orange Army. And A, do I want to late season hunt them? Or B, do I want to hope they make it to next year type of thing? But we, we're known for food plots because our, our 
food plots are as premium as they get and they perform and they do all the things. But I think that tends to make people overlook the attractants and minerals and blocks, which if you like our food plots, give them a shot. We designed them with the same style and attitude where if it's not the best, send it back because it is. Yeah. So. When, and I think, a, you know, looking at a lot of the like comments and feedback, like first time guys trying our seed where, you know, it, it kind of shifting gears back to the, the seed side of things. It's just, you know, it was, it was a drought year and, you know, not everyone's plots came in. Uh, you could do everything you want to do and they're not always going to come in great. So, you know, rain plays into it. pH plays into it. Sunlight plays into it. A lot of it does. Um, and I think it, it's quick to point into the seed and go, well, it's not like we don't have a lot of, we don't have any fillers in our seed mixes. This is all premium seed. So something went wrong. Um, and I think, you know, it's important to, to keep that in mind and not just keep like, oh, I'm going to do the same thing and try some new seed next year or a different mix next year. Well, you're probably going to have the same results unless you get like really good rain and stuff like that. So just reach out to us and talk to us about, you know, what happened. We'll, we'll work it out with you to, to figure out how we can we can get the plot to be more successful next year. Um, and it leads me to a question that uh, Anthony Anthony Marino posted how many years did you leave hot chick planted before rotating out going on four years and it's been great um clover plots you can continue to just keep in one area um what i would do in a clover plot if you wanted to keep it established is i would just go in in the spring and i would just frost seed more hot chick into it or you might go into that established plot and you might go well I'm going to add some comeback kid and add some different varieties of, of clovers into it. Um, kind of depends on what you want to do, Anthony. If you if you wanted to rotate it into another, like a, a brassica plot, but you still wanted to have clovers next year, you might go in this year and, and till it up and put uh, sugar mama. If, if you're not fighting weeds and you've got a great clover plot and the deer are hitting it, don't go in and till it again. Uh, go in, in my opinion, I would go in and broadcast some more hot chick in and just keep some fresh growth coming. It's a two, three year perennial. So four year in his case, fours. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, if you wanted to keep it going, then all I would do is in the spring, I would just go in and I would add more hot chick seed into it, or you might get hot chick and come back and do a little mixture um, or you could go um, come back kid and you could buy a pounder of chicory and you could just put some some of that in um, chicory is definitely not a filler seed it is a expensive seed deer love it um, and it really helps with weed control so um, that that would be my opinion on it if you're gonna keep it make sure you've got plenty of brassicas to offset it if you're gonna switch it into brassicas make sure one of your brassica plots gets flipped into perennials just to make sure you've got that balance another thing to tim's point too is your clovers are going to fixate nitrogen so when it comes time to take that clover plot and turn it into something else you've basically got some organic fertilizer sitting right there you're going to work into the soil so keep that in mind when you're on year two or three a big sexy and you're looking to do something um, a good year of you know, clover, chicory, uh, maybe a new mix that we're going to come out with this year could be an option. Wait, to, we're coming out with a new mix? Well, hey, maybe, you know. Cheapest um, kittens. Could be an option to rebuild that soil, kind of reestablish some of the nutrients, flip it back in Nebraska's. So there's a ton of ton of good options there. My daughter just said hi to her favorite guys. Oh, Vader. A little gal watching Beers and Bucks. I'll try oh, let's curse. see here, Luke. Hello from North Carolina. Didn't get much rain before the temps dropped. Plots didn't go that well. When would you plan to plant for spring plots, and what would be the go-to for small acreage farm? So a couple options there, but I can't answer without more information. Um, in North Carolina, depending on where you are, whether in the mountains or at the coast, differing types of summer. Hot chick comeback kid would be great in March. I'd prefer it in a semi-shaded location. However, on February 1st, I might recommend tuning into Beers and Bucks. We may have some alternatives opportunities or solutions for you as well that might be nice to plant in the spring we're going to launch three new products on feb one care to tune in maybe we can help you but those are some options um 
Is it shaded? Is it sunny? Do you know your pH? Are three questions I would ask to better answer those questions. Um, and we're, we're in North Carolina, too. Yeah, so are you in we, the mountains or on your coast? Where are you? We gave uh, a buddy of mine, known in my main main job, um, gave him some seed this year, Brandon, and he, uh, he put it in. He said he's never seen that many deer coming in. And he put in uh, Big Sexy. He put in Green Machine. Um, had crazy good success with it and actually killed for their for that area in north carolina he killed a slammer eight pointer uh, which was pretty cool those are two of the go-tos and i think i think green machine came darn close to big sexy this year in bucks on the ground but my sleeper for 2023 is bombshell yeah bombshell the one bombshell is a great man i mean all the mixes are great, and all of them have different use cases, right, depending 100%. on on what you're looking to do. And that's where, again, we, we suggest reaching out if you have questions. We've got the food plot selector on the website, which another update there, we're, we're, we're going to be launching a new site at some point. It's pretty badass. Yeah. It, Riley, Riley, like, he took it upon himself, and... I'm fairly picky. That's what I do, like for my full time job, sell websites and he's done a hell of a digital job. marketing, and he's done a heck of a job. We looked at it today. I think probably late January, early February launch, but it's just going to be easier for you to to get in and shop and find what you're looking for. Um, easier on this and guy. It's mobile first. Eighty five percent of our website traffic comes on the phone, so um, we're designing it mobile um not on desktop so it'll be easier to use on mobile uh everything's going to be way better it, it's going to be kick-ass it'll allow us to pr provide more information better if there's all the things that you want in a better platform that's mobile friendly it's a riley has done an incredible job with it it's not done yet obviously but it uh it's going to be really really cool to finally launch and help people find our stuff easier yeah you know? well it'll just like even things like when you get in um just separating you know your annuals your perennials you can still go in and shop all products just like you can today if that's how you prefer to use the site but again mobile first design is made for mobile our last design was made for desktop and it was just kind of so so on mobile so watch for a better experience there uh, more content um, more education, um, everything that we're, we're going to be, be pushing towards next year. We got some young, some young blood in here now too. So you should, you should expect some more on our TikTok channel. Yeah. I don't do I saw these guys scheming in here earlier today. They were, had their shirts off and they were bumping chests. I don't even know what the heck they were doing. I don't do the talk TikTok. Nope. Uh, I don't talk or tick either, you but know. these guys here. I, I'm still hoping MySpace comes big, back. <laughs> you know, that's like my, my generation of social media was like, I was friends with Tom. All right. Spencer wasn't ever friends with Tom on MySpace. I was. It's I a didn't big have deal. MySpace. I had my well, I, I got I was one of the first to have Facebook because Lacrosse was one of the first schools that got it. St. Cloud was right there. Never had MySpace. I remember being in, in college and some someone's like, Oh, just Facebook me and I got back to the dorm and I'm like, What the hell is Facebook? <laughs> Made one. Jared, I'm not necessarily saying that you want to overseed something we might launch Feb one into your comeback kid. I'm just saying before you make your spring decisions, yeah. Feb one might be a date to highlight on your calendar. That's all. Josh, we would create a MySpace. I yeah. I'm sure mine still exists. You could you say you'd have a background. According chat. to Brian Tim, your stories belong on the talk. On the talk? I don't disagree. Is that what the young kids call it? The talk? I don't, Find me on Brian's the talk. Brian's not young. He called the talk. It might just be what the people call it. Who knows? He's young at heart. He is young at heart. Young. He. I feel like he gets older every year we're down there, though, because, like, dear God, these guys are a freaking nightmare. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Timmy's getting chased by ghosts. He had to come pick me up. I mean. Over, you know, I got out of Louisville. Marcus is wearing a onesie. He had the onesie on. We found Marcus's new onesie T-shirt, Jake's too. a freaking spaz. He's just well, a head case there. Well, and then they go in to, to try and help us in the, the, like, fresh towels and stuff, and Marcus's loofah is always hanging out. <laughs> like, yeah. Cripes. Who brings a, like, when you're a grown man, you can leave your loofah at home. Bring a washcloth. <laughs> like, 
Hey, who even does that? Uh, Just put the nose jam or soap in your hand. You know what he does like, though? He likes the lemon whip. Brian? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We brought a case for him. He was a big fan, big fan. I thought he was making fun of me at first, but he actually liked it. Well, somebody asked earlier big. what our favorites are. Mike's is Lemon Breaker. Mine's Minnesconsin. Uh, Minnesconsin's bomb. Where was that coffee one? Oh, we don't. They have a coffee one. You remember that? Yeah. Did you try that? Yeah, you did. It was like 10%, and I I hate coffee beers. It was really good. Terrifying to drink the whole thing, but. What's this new one here? Lactose Panda, 5.5% alcohol chocolate milk stout. So Brian in Kentucky literally just texted me. Another giant showing up on the attractive in daylight. Mic drop. That's juicy. That's like five giants in a week, all daylighting. On some domain attractant. Shit. That's money. How come he's, he should have been using that when we were there? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. What the heck were we doing? He's like, I got some acorns. And <laughs> we don't need any more acorns. The oaks are dropped. Fine. He put me in a maple plantation. I'm like, that doesn't even produce acorns. You don't have maple plantations. Like a bunch of maple so, trees. Woods? Woods. Yeah, he's like, yeah, they're really hitting, they're really hitting acorns the this time of year. Plantation. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, that looks like a lot of maples. I think Brian had a, it was a conspiracy. He was against, he was against you. Not next year. Ooh. He said, what did he say? What did you say? What? The other day when we were talking about Kentucky, and you, you were like, oh, Brian and Brian and me are, we're tight. Yeah. He likes my product there ideas. There you go. That's what it was. I have a lot of good new product ideas that Mike doesn't like. But Brian's a fan. Apparently. But Brian is a big fan. <laughs> I'm not going to see any on the podcast. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Well, I'd be t- that would be a bad idea. Someone else would like. It's like the guy that invented the pet rock. The guy made like a million dollars. If I digress, just saying. <laughs> your ideas. That was, a, that was an office space reference. Yeah, your ideas are. Right up there with a pet rock. The snot sleeve was legit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There, he's giving away your it's ideas. It's not the snot sleeve. It's called the, the snot, snot tamer. tamer. Yeah. Aloe infused. It's been, a, it's been one of Timmy's pipe dreams for a long time. No one wants to wipe a running nose on your nice Sitka jacket. Uh, what are you supposed to do with that? Remember, I remember when you pitched it to me the first time. You sent me a video from your tree stand, and you had the dangler. Yeah. Like, you like had probably a six-inch snot dangler. Yeah. You and the coop have your danglers, and uh, it st- still didn't sell. It's a it. serious problem. If it gets cold, you get a runny nose. Where the hell are you supposed to ripe it? Snot tamer. Boom. See, we'll see what kind of attention we get, and we'll come out with it. I've already got the prototype. Riley and I have partnered mm-hmm. on it. it. It's a side deal. Snot yep. tamer. Jake's in five percent. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be aloe-infused, machine washable. I think you got a better shot at Billy Ray's hair extensions no, no. than you do with the snot tamer. Nope. I think it's going to get, get a American lot flag, of traction. You get his American flag 4th of July hat with some infused friggin' hair. Sell that thing. Nope. I'm just saying that the snot tamer, we're going to put a little snippet here. People are going to be demanding it. Yep. We'll okay. get it into production. There you go. Peels right off. You machine wash. Put it. Put your second tamer right on there. Tamer. All you need to do is buy two, and you rotate. Is it, it. going to be like the the made for TV one, where you buy one and wait a second? If you buy in the next thirty minutes, you get two for the price yeah. of one because they're so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Marino wants to know if we're going to be at the Great American Outdoor Show in PA. Probably no. not this year. Yeah, maybe next year we I'd can get Jake to take the old. Uh, War wagon out there for ten straight days in PA. Yeah, oh man, Ooh. that sounds like a haul. We would need to have. We would need to buy a semi. I love the idea, but we'll be at the Wisconsin Deer and Turkey Show end of February, uh, and the boys will be in Des Moines the first weekend in March at the Iowa Deer Classic. I'm going to be down there that weekend. So, I think we got to make plans to get down we'll there. Be there for sure. We'll be. Uh, we're also going to sponsor the Shot for Hope yep. this year, um, February 11th. I actually, I got all amped up for the shot for hope. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to be gone <laughs> for it. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, I'm going to be gone. But shot for hope is 
awesome. We could give him a little plug here. He they they make kids dream hunts come true and it's kids with um severe illness um they they maybe don't have the ability to get out into the woods and yeah. they have all the machinery like the you know wheelchairs that are accessible um last year they I, I, it's just amazing <laughs> they just like these kids that you know maybe maybe don't have long to live and they they take them and their whole family uh on a dream hunt and he that's what they say they make their dreams come true and um we're we're super excited to sponsor it again we're going to try and get eric in here who's uh the founder of it um to do just a little bit more information on it but man that's a cool like it really like when we were there last year and they show the video of the kids hunt the previous year it it just like brings tears to your eyes like these kids like they wouldn't have been able to do it without an organization like that and it all started with eric's daughter yep um him wanting to get her out hunting and man like yeah it's it's really cool it, we we sponsor a lot of different things we support a lot of different things this one's probably the most near he's from hudson which is cool um but yeah it's a really cool so yeah we've got a youth archery team in forest lake that we sponsor which is a really neat initiative as well um and then shot for hope obviously for the i don't want to say underprivileged just just i mean kids that wouldn't have a chance to do it otherwise and yep time maybe running out may not be pretty neat deal um bunch of banquets and as much good as we can provide in the hunting industry i think is a good thing and we're thankful to be able to do it so i was a fun event february 11th and kind of new richmond i guess you'd call it last year i so, kind of got in a beer off with a guy i heard, yeah. you, I heard you lost it didn't win for me <laughs> i kind of felt like jake last saturday night um marcus was Top driving five all-time hangovers it was like woo, <laughs> but yeah it's for the kids but it's for the kids um you know and i want a sign that says we interrupt this marriage to bring you hunting season mel really appreciated that yeah that was good um two two points for timmy that night huh yeah shows up drunk with a sign that says let's interrupt this marriage for hunting season yeah it went over like a fart in church that was not good we'll try to do better for you this year well i won't be there so so that's already better yeah so i mean we're off to a great start already you know no it'll be it'll be a fun event to go to and I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Well, one of, your, so, one of your friends actually, I thought one of his people that he knows, yeah, Brandon, ben- benefit like, from yeah, it, which I was think neat we're too. we're hoping that they they that all works out. I know they were trying to facilitate some of that, but yeah, spread the word. Shot for Eric told me two years ago. I think two years ago is when we first sponsored it, and that's where we met Jake. And was that two or three. Three, three, our, our, three years. I mean, we had a break because they didn't have it in COVID. Yeah, that was due so date. it would have been 2019 when we first started the company. We sponsored it, and then we met Jake, and then Jake came on. Um, but Eric told me that one of the biggest problems they have is they have the hunts ready. They just don't have the kids. Yeah, it's crazy, they, they need it? they need more kids, and we'll we'll have him on we're not going to do it on a uh, beers and bucks we're going to just do a, a video when he comes to get the donation oh there you go somebody there's a link right there thanks thor yeah thank you thor um we'll 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 get a, a video with eric and he can kind of better explain you know what what they're doing what they need for support but i i'm a huge believer in it so yeah, it's absolutely thankful that we can can do it so it's for sure cool. Um, we got a guy, Cody here, volunteering to take the truck and trailer to PA. So we got that going for us. No, we're good. talking. We just farm it out. Nothing to Illinois yet, Jared, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. I don't know if you mean hunting or show wise, but I mean both are. I think Jake's there. scared right. to go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> what happened when you guys were going to fly to Nashville? Was he comfortable about going on an airplane, or was he like experienced? He was not. <laughs> He was not. Um, I think most family vacations for the Ergens involve Jordan holding Jake's hand through the airport. Um, she definitely drives the rental car. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much her and the f- four kids, Jake and the other three. So God bless her. She's a freaking saint. I just like I. I mean, I fly a lot. For, I took twenty-seven flights for work this year. Like I, I'm on the road a lot. Like, it's just kind of like 
the airport's kind of a second home. I kind of know my way to navigate it. And uh, when I hear people like, oh, we got to get there three hours early. I'm like, like no, mom. you really probably, yeah, mom's the worst. I picked her at 3.30 a.m. for a trip this year. Yeah. They flew gotta get seven. Got to get in. You're supposed to get there three hours early for an international flight. Seven. Jordan, bingo. See? She's watching. Look at her. Got the three kids in bed, having a glass of wine. She's she's a trophy wife there. Jordan, I've got some some tips that we can we can walk through that. Because Jake Jakey boy, he's we, going to Mexico this winter. He better figure it out. Holy smokes! Yeah, I actually, Jordan, if you wouldn't mind videoing it, I would pay you. Well, guided. I'm going to use my my winning from the Horses. um I, from the go karts. I got eighty <laughs> bucks. Yeah, you're gonna be down eighty bucks, bro. No, his passport's expired, so he had that going for him. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be right? Classic, <laughs> Jake Baked the Snake, the international traveler. Yeah, well, and he looks sketchy. He's like he's bound to get like caught up in the airport. I mean, he'll be wearing his freaking little hair extensions down there. Yep. Yikes. He uh, he was quite the Billy Ray. Quite, <laughs> quite the Billy Ray. Well, uh, check out check out the site. Like we mentioned earlier, if you're looking for last minute gift ideas, gift cards are on there. It gets delivered to your in- inbox instantly. You can um, do what you will. Clothing, uh, apparel, anything you buy, you get these koozies. They're not just a shit koozie. They're, They're pretty cool koozies. They are pretty awesome. Yeah. Also, too, the photo contest. Yes. The hashtag MyDomain2022 photo contest. Giving away a Matthews bow, Tacticams, um, all sorts of awesome prizes. So it's finished as far as applicants but starting jan 1 i believe it is we'll start to vote so there's semi-finalists in every category and you all are going to vote who wins in the whitetail category the lifestyle category the food plot category and the grand prize the grand prize winner wins a brand new phase four matthews bow so it's a pretty cool deal um and that'll start here in january where you get to vote on who wins so. There were some really cool applicants. I'm hoping we can pull it together again next year. I'm assuming we will. Um, That'll be the goal. Yeah. I was I was blown away by the amount of people that sent it in, but I also was like, I thought there would have been a lot more based on the bow, yeah, <laughs> and the, and agree. the other prizes. So I mean, there the the new new bow is. Um, I mean, I just got the new Matthews this year, and it's um, the best bow I've ever shot. I'm assuming if I got this new bow, it'd probably be the best bow I ever shot. Um, so we expect a lot more out of the Domain Nation next year. Yeah. I mean, it was free to enter. Yeah. Was... It's not like you got to pay anything. Just send your photo in. But we still had a lot of really good applicants, there's and awesome I think you guys are going to be blown away by the 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 semifinalists. So yeah, there's <laughs> there was the, the the quality was really impressive. Yep. Next year, hopefully, the quantity will be more impressive. Yeah. But hey, it's it was our first go. Maybe maybe we did a poor job of getting it out into the the spheres. I feel sure. like that was an ops thing. Jake probably had probably was an ops thing. It. Yeah. Yep. We'll put it on the business support manager next year to make sure things. Yeah, it's, it's like, damn it, Sam. Yep. We got to blame somebody. So Jake's getting, eventually we're going to burn him out. We blame him for most things. We'll ship to Spencey because uh, we know yeah, Spencey boy. will go next. And then as we get to know Sam and understand, like, how far we can push him. And we just slam him. Then we'll start. Yeah. 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 Come work at Domain. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, day two. <laughs> Where's Sam? He didn't, doesn't show up for work tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, we we really appreciate the support and the the launch of the podcast. You know, we we contemplated it for a while, but we knew we wanted to do it, and we just really appreciate everyone's continued support of it. Um, next year, we'll have a bunch more great content. We're gonna have a bunch more great products to talk about. Um, ho- hopefully, you know, we'll probably get mix some guests in um, here. Probably not in the live feed, but. Um, you can probably watch for some more kind of in-between podcasts where we'll, we'll uh, bring some guests in and um, just keep the dialogue going. And Absolutely. Um, we learn a lot from you guys, and you, we hope you take something from this. And yeah, we'll, we'll try to have a Beers and Bucks in January, but make sure you mark your calendars for February 1st. Um, we will be launching three brand-new products for the first time ever. 
we're going to launch the products and you'll immediately be able to buy them in stores. So that's why we've kind of pushed off the launch a few months here just to make sure that our retailers are able to bring them in. We're excited. We're a solution-based company. So every product we're going to launch is going to solve a problem on your property. So it's hard to not talk about them right now because they're, they're ready to go. And people keep asking us questions and you yep. want to answer it with a new product and you can't. So excited to get those rocking and rolling. Can we talk yet about or if it's more of a January thing, you can tell me. But can we talk a little bit about which vendors we can expect expansion in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So another thing we've been working hard on is in 2022, our dealer network, retailer network was was good, but it wasn't very expansive, if you will. And in 2023, we're going to be bringing domain products much closer to you in a variety of ways. Um, most of our customers are going to be bringing on our new SKUs, so like a fleet farm, Plains Farm Fleet, Runnings, you name it, L&M, they're all going to have our new SKUs. But also, Tractor Supply um, is going to partner with us a little bit deeper this year. We'll get us into about 1,200 stores nationwide and allow us to cover the majority of the United States east of the Rockies. So no matter what state you're in, you're probably 20 minutes from one. So we'll be expanding there. Rural King and their 140 locations will carry us. Um, Not all tractor supplies had it this year from from comments. Correct. But, we, had, but, we were in 400 stores. But so. all the all the tractor yep. supplies will have at least the baseline products. Um, yep. And if, if your local dealer doesn't have it, you know, you can ask for it. Um, but, you know, it's always available on Domain Outdoor. We want you to shop local. Um, if it's, it's there, at retail too. it is cheaper at retail. So. We cover the shipping off of our, you know, anything you buy off our site, we cover the shipping, but you can always get any product you want off of our website. But again, we'd prefer you shop local or shop at your local retailer. Absolutely. Then everybody wins. Yep. So, but if you do shop from us, you get a love note too. From so Sam. You got that. Now it's I, Sam, I yeah. did notice he put, he's putting a little heart there. I see. Yeah. Is that gonna is he so, gonna phase well, out of that? So or? Jake Jake gave him the tutorial. So Jake puts a heart. Okay. So that 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 was part of the problem. But now people are gonna yeah. be disappointed if they don't get a heart. I, you set that bar. You know, pretty Sam's gonna get, Sam's gonna, gonna set the bar. Red lipstick and everyone's <laughs> give it gonna a little, get a little smooch. smooch. Yeah. yeah. I, hope, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's hard to find help around here. You know, <laughs> you, you really just you gotta just take what you can get. And, and carry on. So, but no. Well, thanks everybody, and uh, hey, bring on, bring on twenty twenty three. See you in the new year. Thanks for listening to the Beers and Bucks podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review so others can find out about the show.